My name's Scott Weatherly, and I'm the host of 20th Century Geek, the podcast that looks at all aspects of geek and pop culture from the 20th century. Whether by myself or with an amazing guest, 20th Century Geek delivers full movie series retrospectives, classic comic reviews and discussions, interviews with those that created and contributed to 20th century pop culture, and everything else in between. 20th Century Geek is your one-stop shop for retro geek talk. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, and all other podcast catchers. I don't even like Drake. You don't like the Drake? I hate the Drake. I love the Drake. How could you not like the Drake? Who's the Drake? Who's the Drake? The Drake is good. Everybody loves the Drake. Welcome to A Dummy's Guide to Geekdom, the show that tries to give everyone a crash course on geek culture. Whether you're trying to understand trends, know enough to start a conversation with your friend, or you just want to know what the hell someone is talking about, we are here for you. I am your super dummy, Paul, and I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Tony Farina. Hello, Hello. how are you? I'm going to try to start calm so I can get excited as the show goes on. (laughs) Well, excitement is definitely on your way, because... If anyone knows anything about Mr. Tony Farina, they will know his love for a certain person. Tony, is written on your arm. Who are we talking about today? The greatest Robin of them all, Tim Drake. Mm. As I learned, Timothy Jackson Drake. I didn't know that. Yes, Timothy Jackson Drake. He's he's Jewish, as are many members of the um, Bat, Batverse. I don't know if people know this, that Bruce is Jewish. I did not know that. That's true. His mother is Jewish. And um, there's actually a scene in the Tom King ones after, spoiler alert for everybody, Alfred dies. Um, (laughs) Bruce leaves a rock on his grave. And so they don't talk about it. They don't address it. But he just does it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, right. Batman's Jewish. I forgot. (laughs) Because you don't know. But yeah, yeah. Martha was, uh, Martha's Jewish. And so... uh, so his cousin, that woman, Kate, also Jewish. So they, they, it's addressed there. And it's just one of those weird things about Tim Drake. It doesn't really come up other than it's like Tim Drake's Jewish. Also, he's Robin. And that's not why I love him because he's Jewish. But it's just an interesting. one of the interesting tidbits that I, I find fascinating about character dynamics. Like giving them, like Kitty Pride wears the Star of David. We're not going to talk about it. She just wears it. You know, so I just like those little things when you acknowledge it makes it feel more real and more lived in. Yeah. No, I like that. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, Tim Drake, quick facts, figures, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So, his first appearance, Batman number 436, 1989. First appearance as Robin, Batman 457 in 1990. It says here created by Marv Wolfman and Pat Broderick, but I always take that with a pinch of salt on these things because, you know, yeah. Marv. It's just Marv. Tony, tell us about Tim Drake. Why do you love Tim Drake? Well, I'll start there. Um, And this will be part of his origin story. Now, I did on my um, Desert Island comics uh, on the 20th Century Geek, I brought the first appearance of of Tim as Ah. Robin on my one. Um, Because he's my favorite Robin. Uh, So Tim Drake is the only Robin who willingly became Robin. 
mm. as it were. Now, you could argue that his ex-girlfriend, current girlfriend, love interest, spoiler, Stephanie, when she took up the Robin mantle for a second, and then in the future, Robin Carey, she mm. took it up on her own. You could argue that they both did, that the two female Robins, they took, they they made a stand and they were like, I'm going to be Robin. But not really. They they were still kind of, you know, felt in, in you know, compelled. Yeah. Um, Tim Drake is a young boy who is a genius level. Um, he doesn't come from a broken home. He's got parents. His life is okay. Nobody was killed in an alley. He wasn't stealing hubcaps. <laughs> he was just precocious. And here's what happens. As a young boy, he sees Dick Grayson do mm. the flying Grayson tumble. And then one day he's watching the news like you do in Gotham. They have random video of Batman and Robin doing stuff. Um and he sees Robin make a move and he's like, wait, wait, wait. I remember only yeah. Dick Grayson was the only person who could do that. And so um, he knows he just figures it out. And so then, of course, it's one step to the other that it, he was not. He was like eight when he figured this out. He's like, oh, if he's Robin, then obviously Bruce Wayne is Batman. Duh. Hello, Commissioner <laughs> Gordon. Um, although we all must agree that Jim Gordon knows where he's just faking it, oh, right? Like, gotcha. of course he knows, right? We all know that Jim Gordon is the dad that Bruce, you know, he's playing part dad to Bruce like Alfred is. And he's like, yeah. okay, son, I'll pretend I don't know who you are. <laughs> That's how I feel anyway. Yeah. I can't, well, I can't, yes, you've I got can't, this lovely secret. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I can't spend my life thinking that the police chief of, of of one of the greatest detectives in all of Gotham is so stupid he can't figure this out. But yeah. whatever. <laughs> if an eight-year-old boy can figure it out. So anyway, so that's how he starts. And so he's just a Batman fan. He's a Robin fan. And then, you know, Dick goes on to be Nightwing. And so then he figures out, he doesn't know it's Jason at first and he figures out who Jason is. And then when Jason dies, he sees Batman fall apart. And um, he's like, whoa, he the reason Batman's falling apart is, you know, he's grieving the loss of Jason Todd, but also he needs a Robin. He needs somebody in the field with him, not to have his back necessarily, but to give him something about which to care. And it's an interesting view into Bruce's psychology through Jason's lens. Jason saying, if Bruce doesn't care about somebody in the field, then that means he's going to set a bad example. He's going to beat people too hard. He's going to throw them off a cliff yeah. and he's going to hurt himself. Whereas if he's got somebody to care for in the field, because, you know, he's gone beyond avenging his parents. He doesn't care if he doesn't care about hurting Alfred's feelings. He's addicted to Alfred, right? <laughs> All these things are there. So like he has to, he, so he finds Dick and he's like, I know you're Robin. I need you to go back to be Robin. And he's like, what's up, kid? Wow, it's weird that we all are the same shape and the same color and we look the same. Yeah, it's weird that all it? the Robins are still white guys with blue black hair. How strange. So <laughs> that conversation is never had is never said. But anyway, so Tim gets involved in their life. There's this plot with with Two-Face. Alfred gets gets into action in this mm. one, by the way. Alfred like goes into the field to try to save Tim. It's pretty cool. Um, but ultimately what happens is Tim weasels his way into becoming Robin because he's he wants to help. And as a nerdy book kid who just wants to help and do things and be a very useful engine, I found Tim Drake appealing to me. I, I was I'm slightly older than Tim Drake in real life at the time that he comes out. Right. Um, but not much. And and so I just found him him fascinating. Like, you know, Tim appears in 1989. 
I'm in the middle of high school in 1989. I'm young. I graduated high school at 17, which I know in your country, like big deal. We graduated at 16 here, <laughs> but over here, you graduated at 18 for the most part. So I graduated a year early. So I was like 15 and Tim's 13. And I just, I just appreciated him like to see a book nerd get his time to shine. And, you know, he solved a lot of crime in the lab, as it were. Sure, he went out and kicked things and did all the stuff. Mm. But he wasn't, you know, a big hit with the ladies like t- like Dick. And he wasn't a dick like Jason. <laughs> um, he's just a good kid. And he, he cared. And his empathy is what makes him a special Robin, I think. Um, right. And still to this day, it's his empathy that makes him a special character in the DC universe. You know, as he's gone through lots of changes, changes through the time. <laughs> um, uh, he, he his his humanity keeps him grounded, and he's the Robin's favorite Robin. Like all the okay. Robins, Damien pretends he hates Uh-oh, him, but Damien yeah. ha- pretends he hates everybody. Well, Damien yeah. is still too emo for his own good, but. <laughs> To a person, to a Robin, they all say the best Robin was Tim Drake. Huh. And so all of those things are just still, so that's all, that's like where he began and all of that. And that's how he became um, my favorite just because we hit it at the right time. And I suspect there's yeah. a bunch of kids out there who their favorite Robin is Damien because he was their Damien. And, you know, and Dick was always my Robin when I first started reading. Dick already existed and I voted to save Jason Todd. I really liked Jason, although he is an asshole. I love Robin. I, I've never felt like um, the Batman. I've always felt like the Robin. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like my job, I'm better served as a, as a helper. That's interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just how I feel as a person. And so there's something about that. And because Tim, whereas Dick and Jason were just kind of, you know, put into servitude and Damien was literally raised to be an assassin and dropped off at his dad's house that he didn't know there's just this kid it's just about it's a it's a choice that he makes and he works he has to work harder Mm. because he wasn't raised by anybody he was raised by like what jack and janet just like some wealthy kind of i mean they weren't like lazy assholes or anything it was not like they were like hey son why don't we train you in martial arts you know he had to want to do it he was a bootstrapper yeah because like all the all the Robins, like they're not super powered, blah blah blah. But yeah. him in particular, like he's not a Grayson, like Dick Grayson. He was, he just grew up being acrobatic and doing all this, that, and the other. Right, yeah, he was a flying Grayson. Yeah, right. yeah. And Damien was, you know, brought up Damien as a, you know, League killer. of Shadow, League of Assassins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His grandfather is a monster. Yes, exactly. Literally a monster, of, an yeah. immortal monster. It's his grandfather. So there's that. Yeah. That gives you some sort of training in life. I'm not sure. Correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he came from nothing except like the willingness to want to help. Correct. Yeah. And I love that about him. Mm. Yeah. And then and then what happened is in the 90s, while I'm graduating high school and off to college, um, uh, Chuck Dixon, amazing writer, problematic dude, um, created the Robin series. Like for a while, keep in mind, there was a run with Marv, Marv in charge of Titans. It was outselling Batman. It was the number one selling uh, wow. comic for a while. Titans was. Wow. And um, Nick Nightwing was part of that. And again, I've always been a Robin fan. And so Tim, so that kind of spins off from this, like, because Marv is overdoing Batman too. And there's all these different things. And the crossover is actually between Titans and Batman, you know, when, when Dick first yep. appears. 
or when Tim first appears and becomes Robin. And so you get through this, um, this lens of, of Dick Grayson and how he becomes Robin. And so people were, Jason Todd's death was actually like a robocall. Somebody set up a way to keep calling that 900 yeah. number over and over. It wasn't real. So the fans didn't really want it. Democracy was broken with a one 900 <laughs> call. How dare shocking. But anyway, the capital. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the election was stolen. So when you bring back Tim, when you bring back Tim, people were excited to have Robin back. People didn't realize what the void Robin was. And so they bring back this mm. Robin who is the avatar for all of us who voted to save Jason. Not because we like Jason, but because we needed Robin. Which I guess kind of speaks to how he acted. He was like, Batman, you need a Robin. It was yeah, like, that's how the whole the world is feeling. Correct. And so I think that's where his popularity came. Right. And so then the Robin series started, the standalone Robin, Chuck Dixon Robin series, which was fucking awesome. Oh my God, I loved that book so much. It was so good. And so the 90s, you're filled with the Robin stuff. And and then eventually, you know, Robin grows up and, you know, they age super slowly in comic books, right? Obviously. Mm -hmm. And then they reset the universe and they go through all those different things. So Tim went, Tim went through some stuff and then they did the whole breaking of Bruce's back and then mm -hmm. um uh Jean Paul comes in Azrael and he becomes Batman and he's a dick Batman for a while and and so you know Tim is still like wait you're an asshole I'm not a big fan of you and you know but but he believes in the mission and everything so so Tim is intric intricately involved in all of the stuff that's happening during the Bat universe but he's got his own standalone title like he's got a title Nightwing's got a title you know Babs gets a title so the Batverse is is, is expanding where uh Selena had her own title uh, title during that time right. which you should get Tanya on to talk about um Catwoman but those but there was those weird um stretch where all these characters inside the Batverse existed on their own and it was and you could then find your own person so like if you didn't right. like Batman's grumpiness you could go be happy with Dick or if you, you know, you wanted to like have a detective story, you like detective comics more than Batman comics. Here's Robin. Yeah. But if you like adventure comics, here's Catwoman. Yeah. She's always having an adventure and she's got a whip, you know? And so it's like, she's off flat, you know? So it's like all these things were happening. And so I just think it was really cool. Um, that's what was so cool about that series is Tim, Tim Drake is considered the world, the second greatest detective in the DC comics universe. Which is incredible. Yeah. Even Bruce would acknowledge it. Yeah. That the second greatest detective is Tim Drake. And it's all self-taught. So I love that about him. So as he goes through things, he meets Stephanie Brown, who's the daughter of the Clue Master, one of the D-listers. One of the D-list Batman bad guys. The Clue Master. They're like, what if we took the Riddler and made him lamer? <laughs> Clue Master. But so Stephanie becomes spoiler, like her job is to go around and talk about being forced into things, stopping her dad from committing crime. Right. Yeah. And so she hooks up with Tim and then they have this long on again, off again, love affair. And they're my one true pair in the DC universe. And they know that when Tim has come out as bi and everything that put obviously stress on, on him and him and Steph's relationship because he's got to explore this new part of him, which I'm totally for. Yeah. But, you know, they're still my one true pair. Um, and so that happened during that time. And so I'm in college during those years and it's, you know, it's like, uh, if I could just meet us, you know, like that's like the way they are with each other, the way they joke around and stuff with each other. Yeah. And they're like, you always kind of want somebody to bust your chops a little bit. You know, you want a partner who's not afraid to call bullshit on you, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know? 
Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that's that's his stuff. And so as he goes through his his time and travails and Damien comes in, so then he graduates to Red Robin. And his original Red Robin costume is actually a lot like Earth 2's Robin. So on Earth 2, Dick Grayson is Robin and he becomes an old man and he marries. um, Yeah, it's going to elude me. I can't think of it now because Bruce and Bruce, does he end up with Huntress? Maybe he does. So in Earth 2, Bruce and Selena get old and have a daughter. And it's it's um, Helena Kyle, Helena Wayne, and she is the Huntress of Earth 2. And maybe Robin, okay. old Robin and Huntress get together. I'll have to. Sorry, Matthew, you'll tell us. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm sure I'm wrong. Matt Lloyd's yelling, dumbass. It's all right. So he anyway, can come on do an episode on that. He he totally should. Well, he's got his Earth Two series going too, so they'll does, definitely yeah. need to need to be a crossover there. So anyway, the um, so so he becomes Red Robin, and it, what I always liked about the Red Robin costume was the um was the look of that old Robin. You know, it's like oh, mm. this is like acknowledgement of this other Robin. But then he had a weird hood on for a while, which I didn't like. Um, just I didn't like the look of the of like this because it tried to make him look more like a bird. But <laughs> he just I just I'm just sorry. I'm anti hood. Not like yeah. a green arrow, like a hoodie hood, but like a hood hood. I just think there's too many bad connotations with people wearing hoods. Yeah, that's, that's all. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's, you know, and again, spoiler wears a hood, but she has like a hoodie hood. So anyway, then he moves on and he becomes part of the Teen Titans um, and the new Titans, re, you know, um, and for a while he's not Red Robin and he's not anybody. He's just like walking around without a mask on, but he doesn't tell anybody his name. <laughs> so it's like they see his face, but they're like, what do I call you? And he's like, Robin. And uh, they're like, OK, but I was seeing your face. And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so so then there's been and the problem is, is the DC universe has been rebooted so many times. And so um, but through it all, the bat universe has kind of stayed static. So but he goes to be Red Robin and then he goes back to wearing his old Robin costume, but with the RR on it. Right. And then um then, not that long ago, um, again, Matthew B. Lloyd's favorite writer, Bendis, decided to do Wonder Comics, where Tim was going to be part of those Titans. And then they go to Earth 3 and all this other wackiness ensues. And he changes his superhero name to Drake. Uh, right. Which is his <laughs> last name. As, as far as, you know, superhero names go, that's really um, something... And I understand the naming of him Drake because it's a bird. I get it. Yeah. I get what you're doing. When Marv invented Tim Drake, they're like, cool. It's, you know, let's make it a bird name. But it's not like Batman's superhero name isn't Wayne, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, that's what you're saying. Like, nobody, yeah. like, and it got to the point where even in the Wonder comics, Stephanie would make fun. Spoiler would make fun of the name. We're like, what are we doing? What is this? Yeah, that it just go back to not saying your name, I think. Right. Yeah, but his costume, I liked the Drake costume, to be fair. I thought it was a cool costume, but the name was lame. Yeah. Um, and so now he's out, he's bisexual. People can be mad about that, but you can be wrong. And um because again, people evolve, right? That's yeah. the whole point of it, is that is we're dealing with Tim coming to terms with who he is and the feelings that he has and stuff that he's, you know, held down and all this stuff. And he's died and come back and sucked into the universe because comics and all that stuff, you know, there's all kinds of bad shit has happened to Tim, but through it all, he has remained Tim. He's remained his empathy level. Like he even feels bad 
for having to you know, break up with Stephanie to go on this other journey. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. just a good guy. And um, he's back being called Robin again. Hey. Even though there's another Robin. We're like, we yeah. can figure it out. One's a little punk ass. One's an older, nicer guy. Yeah. Robin, Robin. Um, and so, so those, that's kind of, I know I cut a lot out there, but, but I know I'm not supposed to give you every single plot line, but ultimately, um, he, it is my contention. This is just me guessing on the future is that if, if Alfred were to come back from the dead, it would be because Tim Drake has made it so. Interesting. But it is my belief that Tim Drake computer whiz, because, you know, as technology, that's the cool thing about Tim, you know, as technology changes in the real world, it changes in the DC universe. You know, it's yeah. always science fiction anyway. You know, Batman has cool shit that the rest of us don't have, you know, the bat computers and all that stuff. But yeah, Tim yeah. Drake is also like a hacker level. So it's my thought process huh. that Tim somehow has an, an Alfred like a Jarvis to Iron Man in somewhere and they can bring back an Alfred in AI form. That would be cool. And it would all be because Tim willed it to be so. One That's of the, the only person who could make it happen in my opinion. Yeah. One of the few bring back someone to life, which may make at least a tiny bit more sense. Correct. And I, who knows? I'm sure DC will reset things again soon and it will yeah. just pretend that it didn't happen. And you're like, Oh, Tom King, you worked on something for 75 issues. Fuck off. Off <laughs> it goes. Whatever. Um, yeah. you know, and I know Tom King didn't really want to do it, you know, but he did it. And, 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 you know, and I appreciate the balls that it took to kill Alfred. Oh, gotcha. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, so I, so that's where it's at. And so I, I would say, I would say through it all, um, best Robin ever, uh, he's gone through a lot of shit. Um, but he's still through it all. And yes, he's died and come back and all the other stuff. And he's fought in battles and he's done the things that superheroes do. He's still the most grounded of the, of the characters. You know, he's a guy who, um, you can relate to. I think what I like about Tim Drake is Robin and Robins in general is again, in addition to them, just not being super powered. They're just, they're kids. You know, they go through some shit and they grow up in front yeah. of our eyes where most superheroes we meet are fully formed and all the Robins, including that punk ass emo one, Damien, he's still growing up. And, and I think there's something to watching Tim Drake over my lifetime. I am 49 now, you know, when I was again, 15, when he burst onto the scene. And so in that time, he's probably like 25 now, maybe yeah. right. He's gone from 13 <laughs> to 25. But it's but but he's gone through a lot and and it's his it's his humanity that saves him all the time. He's he's the heart of the Bat family. He is the heart of any group he's on. The reason he's such a good leader when he's on the Titans is because he's got a good heart. He's got a good mind and he's a great detective. He does all the things the right way, but he's just ultimately a good guy and he cares about his team. He cares about them as people. He's not a ruthless killer. And while Jason Todd, I like Jason for all the things that he is now that he's back as Red Hood. He is a ruthless killer at his heart. Dick Grayson is too much of a, you know, a James Bond type character, you know, mm. which is fine for all the things that it is, but it's also like problematic. Tim Drake's just a guy. We can relate to a guy. Sure, he flies through the air at night and wears tights and is ripped like Jesus, but he's still just a guy. And you can you could you could be Robin. Yeah. Of all the superheroes in the world, you could be any of us could be Tim Drake. So yeah. you should love Tim Drake. That's my that's my love for Tim Drake. I love it. Just need some tights and a rich man to look after you. Mm, done. I mean, that's all. I mean, doesn't everybody just need tights and a rich man to look after you? 
That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that sounded bad. Yes. <laughs> so if someone was to like, ooh, I really like the sound of him, what would be the one issue or run or what would be the thing that you would say to them? Look this out. I would say forget all the reboots, forget everything, go back to Chuck Dixon's solo Robin run from the 90s. It is quintessential. Chuck Dixon is a turd. I understand. You probably could get it from Hoopla Digital, the unofficial sponsor of all things comics in motion yeah. and comics in motion adjacent. Probably could get it there. Go to your library. They've already paid for it, whatever. But I would say go, go that original Chuck Dixon run from the 90s. It's because it's the detective story and it's full of action and the stakes are high because it's Robin and you've mm -hmm. just killed a Robin. And that's the cool thing about Tim Drake as Robin. You're like, oh shit. You know, this this could end badly at any yeah, time. Yeah. So I would say go read that. Uh, um, I think it's I think it's the best of the best. But it, it really doesn't matter. The, when the the rebirth detective comics, um, Robin was as Red Robin, Tim Drake as Red Robin, but in his original suit. He was part of that group. Detective comics during right. rebirth. It was Bruce, uh, Kate, Tim, Stephanie, um, Orphan, why can't I think of her name right now? Kathy. And Clay, one of the clay faces was oh, the group. Was And it was really great. Honestly, I know you're like, oh, Jesus. But those detectives, the rebirth detectives, so that was, what, 2016? That'd be a good place to start. If you're going to, like, I, I want something a little more recent that's in the current timeline, I would say there because he's such a, a vital cog in that machine. And right. you get to see him as part of the family. Cool. Yeah. There you go. There is some passion for you as to why... Ugh. You should love him. And a couple of ideas to where to look out for him. If yeah. you want to know more about any of the characters that Tony has mentioned, drop us a line. Details in the show notes. If you want to know more about Tony, drop him a line. His details are in the show notes. Tony, you're amazing, yes. as always. Paul, this Thank is such so a much. good show. I'm excited to hear what other people get nutty about. This is, it's just, a, it's a great expansion of the Fur Dummies line, but it's also a great expansion of your geek line because the whole thing is about passion. And, you know, you're not going to bring somebody on to be like, hey, spend a half an hour talking about something you hate. Well, I hope not. Yeah, uh, let's not do that. You know, no, I'll try not to. So, yeah, if you have any comments, people, send them in. If you have any ideas, send them in. If you have anything. Yeah. Who should, who, Definitely. who's next? Yeah. I absolutely. mean, the bat family is large. He's got a couple of people in. Just one or two. Just one or two. One or two yeah. others. I mean, we talked about Tim Drake. There's only what, two more bat people. That's all. There's nobody else worth talking about. Nobody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, Tony, thank you. You are amazing. Listener. Thank you. You are also amazing. You are objectively good looking too, listener. That yes. that yeah, is that yeah. a new shirt? You look great in it. Wow. Yeah, I really like the look you've gone for today. It's really good. I do too. Wow. That was bold, but spot on. Yeah. So well done. Well done, everyone. Thank you. And we will see you next time. Bye. You should play that clip from Seinfeld. There's a character called the Drake. And so there'll be a whole thing about everybody loves the Drake. People just say that all the time.